Welcome to Mute the Roar, the podcast, where we learn how to calm the beast in our brain and learn to live a more mindful and healthy life. Mute the Roar provides a space to talk about mental health and life experiences through the lens of compassion. The goal is to learn tools and strategies on how to obtain peace of mind. This podcast is connected to my blog, mutetheroar.blogspot.com, where I will go into more detail about some of the topics I discuss on here. So please be sure to check that out as well. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Mute the Roar. I know it has been a long time since I posted my last episode. Life has been a little bit hectic, but it's slowing down a bit more now. And I'm actually really, really excited about this episode. I meant to make this episode months ago, but it just never happened. I guess I was too focused on other topics, Um, but I really wanted to take my time on this one. It is a tough topic that we're talking about today. We're talking about forgiveness, and it connects to the last episode about grudges and revenge. So if you not checked that out yet, please make sure to do so. And uh, for this episode, you can also check out the corresponding blog post um, titled The Art of Forgiveness. So yes, forgiveness. Let's, let's talk about it. Um, I'm really fascinated with the concept of forgiveness, especially when I see people forgive the seemingly unforgivable. So I mentioned in my blog those stories of family members, of uh, victims, murder victims, they're forgiving the murderers in court, and you're just watching it, and you're just like, how? You know, because some some of us still can't forgive the kid who made fun of us in the second grade or that coworker that made that snappy comment to us that one time, right? And, and then there are people forgiving uh, murderers, the people who murdered their children, right? It's, it's just mind-blowing. Um, I also linked the Portraits of Reconciliation, and it was a series of photos that was taken with, um, taken of, sorry, of survivors of the Rwandan genocide and their perpetrators. So you see these photos of them side by side, and then you read what happened. I mean, it's just terrible. You know, one person, you know, burned the other person's house down. You know, another one killed the other person's family members. You know, really terrible stuff. But now they're taking photographs together. And some of them are even friends now. You know, not all, of course. But I think the fact that there even are some, that's kind of insane, right? So the same former perpetrators have now made amends and they go out of their way for the other person. And... <laughs> It's really incredible. And one thing I noticed in many of the stories was that the survivors were talking about how forgiveness gave them peace in their heart. And I kept seeing that word again and again, peace. And so I mentioned in my last post and that episode about grudges and revenge that holding on to that anger can cause a lot of pain and suffering on you. So is the person who hurt you feeling it? Uh, maybe. I mean, you know, I don't doubt that some people feel bad about what they did, but we also have to face that sometimes no. Sometimes they might not know what they did wrong, or they just don't th- they don't think they did anything wrong. They're just continuing on with their life, which I know is the most frustrating thing ever, but that's just how it is. You know, not all of us are going to get that apology or closure that we deserve. So that's where... I want to mention kidnapping survivor Elizabeth Smart again. Uh, She is just the perfect, to me, the perfect example of being able to forgive without an apology. I mean, this girl went through 
so much she was abducted from her own room. Okay, can you imagine that? The place where you feel the most safe. Um, When she was 14 years old, she was held captive for nine months by a psychotic couple where she was raped, starved, and abused every day. I mean, if anyone deserves an apology, it's her. Um, Yet she knew that she was never going to get one, and so she chose forgiveness instead. And again, uh, I I put the quote on my blog, but I'm going to read her quote again because it's just so good. She said, first of all, I think forgiveness is probably one of the greatest forms of self-love there is because you don't do forgiveness for anybody else. My captors will never care if I forgive them. It will not make a day of difference to them at all, but it will make a huge difference to me. If I stay angry from holding on to this in my life, it would be eating away at me. It would mean I wouldn't be 100% mother to my children. I wouldn't be 100% wife to my husband. I wouldn't be able to work for survivors 100% because there would always be this percentage of me inside holding on to this anger and this bitterness. And frankly, I love myself too much to do that to myself. And wow, you know, I really love that quote. And again, I think it really captures the true benefit of forgiveness. And hey, I mean, I think she's doing something right. I mean, the woman is thriving, you know, she seems well-adjusted, she's married, has kids, she is also an advocate for survivors, and she could have easily become bitter, resentful, and reclusive, but she chose not to be. And I know, she makes it look very easy, but I can imagine that that took a lot of strength. And, you know, I say that because forgiveness can just be so difficult, especially when you've been hurt really badly. And I'm sure anyone listening right now um, can think of a time where you got hurt. You know, that pain, it really stays with you. I truly don't think it can just leave. Sometimes it'll never go away. As I said, you know, depending on how severe that hurt was, it might not ever go away. But I do think that there's something special about forgiveness that can ease the pain and stop it from re-emerging constantly. So before we even go there... Um, let's just talk about what forgiveness actually is because we all have gotten it wrong starting from when we were children and I think that's the reason so many of us kind of recoil when we hear that word because when we were younger forgiveness meant condoning it meant pardoning right we were made to apologize to each other remember say sorry and then you know you say sorry and then the other kid says it's okay you know and then we go on our merry way And it's really easy for kids to do that. Kids are forgiving by nature. And, you know, most children's problems, these kiddie problems are quite small. But as we get older and we deal with adult issues, it's just not as easy anymore, you know, because adults know better. You know, at least that was my mindset. It's just so hard to forgive adults because they should just know better. And that was the biggest issue that I had with forgiving someone recently I just could not get around to doing it. You know, I was so hurt by this person. I thought that they were the most selfish and careless uh, person that I I had just ever encountered. I've talked about them a few times before. Um, I told myself, like, no, I can never forgive them. They knew what they were doing and they didn't care. They don't feel any remorse. Why should I forgive? And I actually felt, honestly, I still feel this way, that they are the only, like, the only person on this planet that I feel truly owes me an apology. Like literally, I can I can let go of almost all the other hurts, all the other people, but this one person, I just couldn't. Um, I was just like, they owe me an apology. They should be begging me for forgiveness. They need to suffer and be punished. 
And I mean, it was like a hamster wheel. Like every time I thought of them, it just went faster and faster. You know, I could feel steam coming out. And I truly understood the phrase blood boiling, like after dealing with this person. I'll leave it at that. Um, even talking about it now, I'm sure you can tell by my voice, like there is still some lingering anger and pain there. I was very livid with this person. And yeah, there's a part of me that still is. But the other thing I had to accept was I'm not going to get an apology like ever. I mean, there's a small chance, but most likely no, because apologizing is very hard for many people. Um, you got to face someone you hurt and you know that person is mad at you, right? So that's already kind of a deterrent. And then plus you got to swallow your pride and you have to go inward. And most people don't want to do that. And when I think of this person who hurt me, how prideful they are, I just had to accept it's just most likely not going to happen. It would truly be a miracle. And it would be nice, really. It would be nice if they did, but I'm just not betting on it. So then I realized it was up to me, which really, really sucks because, you know, I, I, it would just have been so much easier. At least that's what I thought if this person could just come back, fix it, you know, make things right. But they don't always do that. So we have to give ourselves justice most of the time. And forgiveness is one of the best ways to do it. Now, remember, forgiveness to me, you know, was not saying, hey, what you did was totally okay and we can be friends. No, because um, it was not okay and it never will be. It's more so getting rid of that angry loop that keeps replaying that hamster wheel. Um, I mean, I've had so many mornings, I'm not going to lie, where I woke up and still happens sometimes where I wake up and I immediately think of this person and what they did I get so angry and it's like I replay those hurtful moments I pretend I'm telling them off you, you all know what I'm talking about we, we've all done it and man it's like all your best comebacks are after it's over um, and you realize in that moment you were way too nice way too understanding and afterward you're just like oh I should have said this I should have said that We've all been there. I've been there. I still have some imaginary, you know, arguments in the shower with this person. It's just, yeah, and it's exhausting. It really is. Honestly, I I have just gotten so tired. I am so tired of having these imaginary conversations with someone who's never going to hear them and really doesn't really care at all. Um, it's disturbing my peace. It's stopping me from living my life and showing up for those around me. You know, while this person is just m moving along through life, you know, singing zippity doo like, it's just, like, absurd. Um, so I was just like, no, no, we got to get over this. It it's time to forgive. Not for them, but for me. And my forgiveness is still standing by the fact that what this person did it was not okay. But I want to release that grip I have, you know, on their ankle. I'm kind of like basically hanging on to their leg, waiting for an apology or something to come fix it or even for karma to hit them. Okay, connecting to my last post, but I have to release and that release that is forgiveness. That release can help me make sense of what happened, take the lesson and move forward. That release can help me heal instead of waking up every morning angry you know, that is what those Rwandan survivors meant when they said peace. That is what Elizabeth Smart meant, you know, when she said self-love. And it really is the greatest form of self-love. You're releasing yourself from that anger. So, yeah, easier said than done, right? Um, so that being said, uh, I just want to share some ways that I personally was able to forgive those who hurt me, including the person that I was and still am most angry at. 
Um, Now, I want to put a disclaimer that forgiveness is not an overnight thing. It might be a rest of your life kind of thing. And it might be something that also never happens. And I do want to talk about that a little bit. I feel victims of abuse and, you know, just really, really serious stuff may actually feel more empowered not to forgive, um, but that you can still move forward. Um, I can't tell you how to do that, um, but I'm just saying that I I know for some people it's more empowering not to forgive. Um, It doesn't mean you're going to kind of hold on to anger for the rest of your life but I think for some people it's more of a symbolic thing so I I get it I'm not here to tell people what they can and can't do everyone's journey to forgiveness is different I'm simply sharing mine and sharing what helped and um, this is all in my blog post as well so one of the first things I had to do was accept that it happened in the first place and that might sound silly at first but you would be amazed how many of us are still in denial And that's probably why we seek closure and an apology so badly. You know, we want the other person to make the past right. But, you know, I put that famous Oprah quote um, in my blog for a reason. Forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could have been any different. And it may sound a bit strange, but I think that quote is really on to something. I really didn't get it the first time I heard it. I, I also thought it sounded kind of like, I don't know, mean and harsh. I don't know. But now I have found myself... And now that I have found myself like stuck in the past a lot, I see that it's not a healthy place to be. I see that sometimes we're living in the past, we're hoping that we can somehow change it and make it different. And I know for me, I would always think, man, if only that didn't happen then, you know, if only I didn't meet this person then and I just didn't waste my time doing that and da da da. And that, that is not forgiveness, right? We have to accept that it happened. And we don't have to accept that it's okay. It's big difference. We're not saying it's okay. It'll, it's never okay. We do have to accept it happen because the more that we talk about it, the more that we rant and rave to those around us, you know, the harder it will be to move forward. And we want to move forward, right? Not go backward. So that was the first step. And then comes the part that I think a lot of us do not want to do. I know I didn't, but it's necessary. Now, this is something I'll be honest, I actually do naturally. Um, And that's why it it was easier for me to forgive pretty much everybody else from the past, um, except this one person. I was just like, nah. Um, But you do have to start contextualizing what happened and look at it from the outside, looking in, kind of looking, looking at it from an outsider's perspective. And I know this is really hard to do. When we get hurt, we really take things personally. We internalize it. I get it. But I truly think that if we seek to understand the person who hurt us as a whole, it can actually help in not taking it personally. And then we realize we did nothing to deserve this and that it was actually the other person's poor choice and their issue, okay, not ours. Now, in order to do that, you have to look at the person as a whole. You've got to ask yourself, first off, did this person intend to hurt me? And that's something I talked about in the Grudges and Revenge episode too. If we really step back, sometimes we see that, no, they really did not. And they had other stuff going on with them that had nothing to do with us, right? And and sometimes we have to be honest with ourselves. Like, did did this person really intend to do this? Mm, Probably not. Now, if a person did intend to hurt you, that's when we have to start asking ourselves, what could be the reason? Are they a a jealous person? Are they resentful about something? Do they have a chip on their shoulder? Are they so self-absorbed that they only care about themselves, right? 
And once you kind of figure that out, then we're going to go even further. We're going to wonder, okay, what then made the person this way? You know, now sometimes we know, right? Um, We know maybe this person is mentally ill. Maybe this person had a rough childhood. Maybe their parents abused them or neglected them or their parents just didn't really raise them well, didn't really raise them with manners or regards for others. Or maybe, you know, as I said, the person's just kind of not, not quite there. But sometimes we don't know and we can only assume. Here's what I think and I truly believe that statement. Um, hurt people hurt people. And for me, the person who hurt me, I'll be honest, I don't know too much about their background. Um, I do assume just from my observations there's some narcissistic tendencies there that have developed over the years just from what this person has told me of their past um from what i know about their parents uh i question how much nurturing was there um i really don't feel this person was taught boundaries manners or respect um if they were i personally don't see it um and the other big question i had to ask myself was does this person treat other people this way? You know, because oftentimes we're not the only victims of um, someone like this. You know, the people who hurt us, if, we're, if we really look, they, they kind of treat everyone with disrespect, usually. Again, I did not see my person interact with too many people, but I definitely heard enough stories and I could kind of read between the lines because... If you listen really carefully, people often reveal things about themselves. They don't even realize they're doing it. They're kind of exposing themselves. Um, you know, they'll say things like, oh, you know, um, so-and-so doesn't really talk to me anymore. Or, you know, this person said this about me. And, you know, and you, you kind of have to stop and wonder, hmm, huh? Why? I, I wonder why this person doesn't like you. I wonder why this person said this about you, you know? Um, so I would recommend doing that because it just really helps you see the whole person the whole situation and it can really help in not taking things as personally and that can help make forgiveness so much easier remember it's that person's bad choice it's nothing that you did and you just have to keep repeating that to yourself um next uh we got to do something productive with the anger because that anger it might always be there you know i'm gonna be real with you like i can't say whether or not it will fade you know sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't and time might heal and it might not. But, you know, it all comes down to what you do with that anger. Um, so that's why I'm never going to be the person to be like, get rid of your anger. No. What are you going to do with that anger? Don't let it fester and brew until you explode. Your anger needs a place to go. Um, and that's why I suggested find the lesson. What did you learn? Now, I'm not saying this <laughs> you know, to be like, you messed up. So what are you going to do different next time? No. You know, what happened to you was not your fault. But what did it teach you? You know, can you now recognize red flags easier? I know I can. Um, Have you learned the importance of setting boundaries? I sure did. You know, have you learned the importance of self-worth and standing up for yourself? Have you learned that other people's behavior has little to do with you and everything to do with them? You know, think of what you learned and keep that with you. Hold it tight because this is going to be your fuel. You won't ever let this happen again. You can pass this lesson on to your children, your friends, your family. And the most important thing is just doing something productive with what you learned. 
And so this is me. <laughs> Look at me. I'm doing something productive talking about it here with all of you. So it's a lot better than sitting in my anger and just having these imaginary conversations where I'm telling them off that they're never going to hear, right? It's better to take what I learned and share it, you know, with others. And even even if you don't share it, keep it for yourself, right? That's that's something that you can hold on to. That's going to be your fuel. And then lastly, one of the most important things that I think you need to do on your journey to forgiveness is putting the focus back onto you. Because one of the most important things about forgiveness is to cut that strong tie that you have to that other person and the hurt that they caused. You know, I talked about it earlier. I, I feel like I'm metaphorically like grabbing onto this person's ankle. I'm just not letting it go. I'm just so angry and I'm just like, I, you, you better come and apologize to me for what you did. I cannot let go, you know? Um, but it's so important to do that for your own sake. And again, this does not mean you have to reconcile, okay? Of course you can if you really want to. Um, but, you know, I'm talking especially in those situations where you're kind of obsessed with the pain and the hurt. You just can't get this person off your mind. We want to cut that, all right? This person has had enough airtime. I'm sure if someone has really, really hurt you, I'm sure you've talked about it a lot. <laughs> you probably talked to your friends about it, your family, your therapist, uh, your your pets, I don't know. But at some point, it's like, okay, we all know what that person did was bad. It was not okay. But like, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be something that takes over your life. <laughs> you know, you have your own life. You have to take care of yourself now. Yes, what this person did was not okay. Um, but you gotta, you gotta put the focus back to you. Focus on the hurt. Focus on healing that, okay? Because when someone really hurts us, um, sometimes it's a new wound, right? That we, a new kind of pain that we have to tend to. But sometimes they kind of put salt on a wound that's already there. Um, I know in my particular case, when, when this person hurt me, I realized that like, yes, this was a new level of pain, but I, I realized it was also like opening up a wound that was already there. And so I realized like, okay, I have to tend to that, you know, I have to focus on that hurt, on that pain. Um, this person, honestly, I, I don't know where they are, what they're doing. I, I can't wait for them to come make this right. I have to do it for myself. And that's what I mentioned before of we have to kind of create our own justice. And guys, like, I'm not saying this is okay. Like, I'm not, I'm, you just have to be realistic sometimes. Like, it's just not always possible because again, people struggle with apologizing. Um, a lot of people have a lot of pride. A lot of people don't realize what they did wrong. It's just sometimes you're not in contact with the people anymore. And sometimes the people are dead. I mean, honestly, like there's a lot of people that still hold a lot of anger to dead, you know, relatives and parents. And, you know, I mean, there's, you know, when you think of cases like that, it's like, oh my gosh, like how, how do you get closure from things like that? You have to make your own closure. Um, and so that's why I think it's time that that energy that you're putting towards that person, it's time to start putting it towards yourself. And I really, really hope whoever's listening right now, um, if you've been hurt really badly, I, I understand. I'm here with you. I, I feel it. I feel the anger. I feel the frustration. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's really, really hard. Really. I'm even feeling it in my chest right now, too, thinking about it. But, 
you know, you just have to, like what Elizabeth Smart said, you have to love yourself enough to not put yourself through this anymore. Um, and the best way to do that is to, to start letting go of that, that anger and that pain or, well, not letting go of the anger, but, you know, uh, kind of putting it in a more productive way, right? Doing something with that anger that will be good for you and focus on healing yourself. Um, so I really hope that this helps. I know that it is not an easy thing to do and I know it's probably not for everybody. And I know that it's probably something that, you know, will take a lot of time. So I'm, I just want to let you know, I'm still in the process. I can't even say I've fully forgiven this person. I'm still in the process of forgiving. Um, and that's what it is. It's a process. And I don't know how long, um, this process is going to take because, you know, I, I have forgiven, you know, most other people in my life and it, you know, but again, it, it, it took some time, I'm not going to lie. So I have a feeling this is going to take some time too. Um, but I think it's worth it. I do. I think in the long run it is worth it. And I, so I just ask that whoever's listening right now, there's something you're really, really holding on to and it's taking over your life and it's just something you just cannot let go of. I would just highly, highly recommend that you start at least considering um, this process of forgiveness because forgiveness is not what you think it is. Remember, you're never, ever going to say that what the, what this person did is okay. You don't have to be friends with this person. You don't have to do anything. Everything you're doing is for yourself. Um, so I hope that helps and I will see you all next time.